Good morning, and praise the Lord, dear beloved, and to the church in the house. This is God's word for today. And today we are reading from Second Thessalonians in the third chapter, beginning in verse 1. Finally, brethren, pray for us that the word of the Lord may have free course and be glorified even as it is with you, and that we may be delivered from unreasonable and wicked men, for all men have not faith. But the Lord is faithful, who shall establish you and keep you from evil. And we have confidence in the Lord touching you that you do both do and will do the things which we command you. And the Lord direct your hearts into the love of God and into the patient waiting for Christ. Now we command you, brethren, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that you withdraw yourselves from every brother that walketh disorderly, and not after the tradition which he received of us. For yourselves know how you ought to follow us, for we behave not ourselves disorderly among you. Neither did we eat any man's bread for naught, but wrought with labor and travail night and day, that we might not be chargeable to any of you, not because we have not power, but to make ourselves an example unto you to follow us. For even when we were with you, this we commanded you, that if any man would not work, neither should he eat. For we hear that there are some which walk among you disorderly, working not at all, but are busybodies. Now them that are such we command and exhort by our Lord Jesus Christ that with quietness they work and eat their own bread. But ye, brethren, be not weary in well-doing. And if any man obey not our word by this epistle, note that man and have no company with him that he may be ashamed. You count him not as an enemy, but admonish him as a brother. Now the Lord of peace himself give you peace always by our means, by all means. The Lord be with you all. The salutation of Paul with mine own hand, which is the token in every epistle, so I write. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with you all. Amen. Again here, as the word of God is, is the wisdom, is direction, for us to be who God would have us to be. And we have direct instruction in this lesson today uh, from the scriptures that God said, if you find a brother that's walking disorderly, disassociate yourself from him. Stop hanging out with him. Stop going to dinner, to lunch, and all these kinds of things. And when they begin to want to ask you why you stop, then you can let them know how you perceive using the word to show them that they're walking disorderly and that when they hear this, prayerfully and hopefully they will correct their ways and come back into walking in the spirit and doing the things that God has charged us to do as sanctified Holy Ghost-filled sons of God. We can't just walk by everything everybody say. This is why it's very important that you get it, you stay in, in church Get in Sunday school. And again, I say get in Sunday school where you can ask questions and where you can learn. Get in Bible study where you can ask questions, where you can learn 
so you can learn how to be who God wants you to be from his written word, his direct commands and charges for us as humanity and for as his chosen sons and daughters of God. People are like dirt. They can either nourish you and help you grow as a person, or they can stunt your growth and make you wilt and die. Plato. Love God, love others, and love yourself. Again today, let us pray. All wise and eternal God, in the holy name of Jesus Christ, us again this morning, God, we give you thanks, praise, honor, and glory for your goodness and for your mercy. Thank you, Lord God, for allowing us the experience of the dawning of this new day with the saints of our mind, the activity of our limbs. And we ask you as we, God, prepare to embark upon this day, God, to please forgive us anywhere and everywhere we failed you in word, in deed, or in thought, that you will take pleasure again today in allowing love, joy, peace, and happiness to fill our lives and allow healing, deliverance, prosperity, and salvation to overtake us as we go. We thank you, God, this morning because we realize again this morning when we opened our eyes and came to full consciousness, we realized again that you're God and you're God alone. It's you that have made us and not we ourselves. God, and that no man come to you except you draw him is in your word. So we thank you for your love for humanity. Thank you for your love, Lord God. And we are desirous of showing you gratitude and thanks for saving us from this underworld generation for fishing us from the sea of sin and putting us on this solid path to walk God as we're enveloped in your favor. God, and we keep it in the forefront of our thinking, God, that you promised that you would never leave us nor forsake us. God, and we also know that your word teaches us that with your own outside, you're more than the whole world against us. And since you are for us, then who can be against us? So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord God, because we know that we are baptized with the Holy Ghost because you chose to let it be so. And we know that you have saved us, that by us, others can be saved. So as we move forward today, God, help us to be patient and walk in the wisdom of your word, walking according to your scripture, God, being careful of who we allow in our lives, being careful of who it is that we spend our time and our effort with, God, that we can be who you would have us to be. We know that we cannot walk as other Gentiles walk in the vanity of their mind because many of them, God, they just walk according to the traditions of the fathers or the tradition of men. God, and that is walking in the flesh, contrary to your will, your instruction, your command and charge for all of humanity to have the baptism of the Holy Ghost that we are to walk in the spirit and not in the flesh because in the flesh we're only going to satisfy the things of the flesh. And this is why, Lord God, we know that we have innate qualities to admire and desire the things of the flesh. This is why you said, and, and you proved it, and you caused it to be, you cause it to be, God, that we are to be born again. We are to become new creatures. We are supposed to, with the indwelling of your spirit, we are empowered to walk away from the darkness that we are in walking in the flesh alone. And this is why the enemy, God, wants to continue to tell the people of God because they don't have certain material things that try to discourage them and make them feel like that they're nothing. They feel like they're uh, doing things beneath their privilege and all these kinds of things. But what we know, Heavenly Father, is that there be many people, God, that 
they don't have what it takes to function on a higher level, in a, on a greater level. They don't have sometimes experience. Sometimes they don't have uh, the knowledge of your word to be able to manage certain things that others manage. But we want to help all to know, Lord God, that you're father of us all and in us all. And we were not all, we weren't all created to be rich physically or naturally. We weren't all God made to walk God in riches and wealth. God, hallelujah. But we know that if we do according to what you've taught us in your word, as the Lord Jesus said, seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and these things shall be added unto you. And whatever it is that we need to be who you would have us to be is what you're going to provide for us. And we're going to understand that and we're going to walk in that and we're going to keep our heads up walking in that knowledge and in that wisdom because we know that the things of this life are going to perish. They're going to be burned up. But if the soul is not in alignment and then come God with your word, hallelujah, and not in compliance with your word, we're going to miss heaven. And we don't want to miss heaven seeking after the things of this life. So we're going to walk up right before you, God, according to your word. And you let us know already, God, in your word, that if we do what you charge us to do, we walk up right before you. There's no good thing that you will withhold from us. And we're trusting you for that, Lord. You let us know, God, that even if we uh, delight ourselves in you, you would give us the desire of our heart. And desire of our heart are those things that's going to help us to be greater in you than we are. And God, and you'll bless us with the natural things in life according to your word. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you. And we're asking you, God, again this morning for every pastor everywhere. God, grant us a refreshing for today that as we stand, God, today to preach and to teach the gospel, God, hallelujah, that we'll do it without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but we'll do it with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, Lord God, because we know that we were in darkness, but you you reached out and you got us, God, and you put people in our lives that preached, taught, and demonstrated the gospel that we got that desire in our hearts. And when you discerned that the heart was right, you baptized us too with the Holy Ghost. And so it is, God, as you allow us into the lives of others, God, we go in, God, into their lives with, with patience. We go into their lives with humility. We go into their lives, God, God, with love, God, helping them to know that we too one day were just where they are. And it was your love that, that filled our hearts, God, and you accepted us and you brought us in to this, thy holy kingdom, because th by the baptism of the Holy Ghost, with the indwelling of the Christ of God, hallelujah. So we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, in the holy name of Jesus the Christ, that God, that you let the pastors preach without fear, favoritism, or compromise, but to preach with purpose, with pride, dignity, and diligence, helping those, God, to be strengthened that while walking upright, God, to help those that don't know and don't know that they don't know that know that there is a way out of that darkness that they have been enveloped in all their lives when they thought they were doing it right because they had the letter, God, and didn't have the indwelling of your spirit. The enemy kept manipulating them. Hallelujah. And they were thought they had it right because the people around them the company that they kept was all enveloped in the same darkness. They were all enveloped in the same lack of knowledge. God, but when you allow truth into their lives, help them, God, to turn away from the darkness to the light of the knowledge of the gospel of Jesus Christ. So that even God, hallelujah, that 
when sickness, when disease, when the enemy come against us, God, when whatever happens, God, because we have heard the truth of your word and we have the indwelling of your spirit, we have the, the power to resist the devil and make him flee from us. We have, God, our faith has increased, God, because we read about and we heard about and we've had some experience ourselves about who you are, how you are a miracle worker, how you are omniscient, you know everything, how you are omnipotent, you're all powerful, how you're omnipresent, you're everywhere all the time. You don't have to come by, stop by, you're already there. Will you help us to help others to realize that our job and our responsibility is to help people to realize that it takes faith to move you because the scripture teaches us without faith is impossible to please you. So when we demonstrate faith, we move you and you will do the things that we desire, God, at your discretion. So we thank you, God. So whenever afflictions and sickness or whatever it is, pestilence, the God, because we realize your indignation and your wrath and your fury is in the land, because God of disrespect and irreverence by people that you are blessed and you've blessed them in abundance, God, but they're more concerned about the things in this life than their own soul, and they don't do the things that they could do to help churches, God, grow faster and have the things that it takes to reach out with the truth, not in performance, God, not in trying to impress people because we can speak other languages naturally because they went to school to learn them. God, but, but those people, God, those of yours that you've chosen and put your spirit in that are preach and teach and not just preach and teach, but they demonstrate the truth of the gospel, God, so that when sickness comes, God, hallelujah, they won't let their faith fail them, but they'll hold on and they'll endure. God, as you allowed the scriptures to be, God, uh, filled with the story of Job, God, how when skin worms were in his flesh, God, and he just lost everything, that he was just beaten down all around. God, but you touched his body when the time was right. At your discretion, you touched his body, God, and got him out of the ashes and out of the pit of, of the ashes, God, and got him back on his feet. God, hallelujah, and you restored him, and you refreshed him, God, hallelujah, and you want us to see that story and to understand that and to know that you, the God that you are today is the God that did that for Job because you let us know in your word that you don't change. Hallelujah. And what you say to one, you say to all. Hallelujah. God and your word is forever settled. So we don't need new philosophies and doctrines. All we need to do is to get ourselves sanctified in you that at your discretion, you will open up the understanding of your word, hallelujah, then the people that we call ignorant, the people that we call God in cults, the people that we call lacking and, and all these things, then we will come to understand and to know that we were the ones that didn't know. Then they were the ones that knew God. And we'll be so grateful that we'll continue to maintain the cause, God, that you've chosen us to walk in. And that is to help people to know that when sickness come, God, that if they keep their faith and don't let the faith fail them, you can get them out of their sick beds and you will get them out of their sick beds and get them back on their feet. You will get them out of those those dark pits that they've fallen back into by allowing their feelings and their emotions to control their decision making. And God, and they allow their friends and they let their fellow workers and their, their co-workers, God, and their classmates and 
in every facet of life, people that we spend our time with that don't know you in the parting of their sin, they begin to do things and say things that, that are impressive in the flesh. But because, God, we know that you had saved us from this underwater generation. God, and I'm praying and I'm believing and I'm asking to God that everyone that have fallen back into that darkness, when we get back there, God, we realize who we are. We realize that we are back in the darkness that you got us out of and brought us into the light of the knowledge of the gospel. God, hallelujah, and we're going to cry out with everything that's in us in repentance. God, and hallelujah, and we'll know God, hallelujah, and we're going to help those to know that fall into that to remember that God is going to get us back. He'll restore us, but he'll restore it at his own discretion so that when we come back, God, hallelujah, we're not, sometimes, God, we understand that we know we want to help them to understand. You're not going to just flip it over and you messed up today and you're going to flip it over and tomorrow. Everything is back just like it was, even though you can do that. But some that got out back in that darkness and they tried to lure other saints in back into that darkness, their recovery just might not be as quickly. It just might not be as smoothly. But because they're earnest and honest in their hearts, God, you will refresh them, you'll restore them. For those, God, that have lost their financial independence, God, we're asking you again to God today to restore their self-sufficiency, restore their financial independence, God, that they can stand on their own, that they won't have to wait on social assistance, God. They won't have to wait for family to come and bring them this and that. But God, because you will cause them to take the initiative to do some things that they need to do and ought to do to recover their self-sufficiency. God, and that is to repent and ask you to forgive them anywhere and everywhere they failed you in word and deed or in thought that your glory be demonstrated in their life that you will restore their self-sufficiency like only you can. And we thank you and we praise you for it today. We're asking you, God, to re restore God with strength, with, with God, with being able to comfort and console those that have lost loved ones, Lord God, hallelujah, that you will strengthen their hearts. God, that they will look to the hill from come their help, so said the psalmist, and that is look to you and you're going to strengthen them and get them up on their feet and they're going to live their lives giving you glory and honor in the name of Jesus that even as they reminisce from time to time about the loss of the loved one, you will strengthen them to know how to do that and to come on through. God, so we thank you, we praise you, and we honor you, Lord, because we know that with you on our side, you're more than the whole world against us. We know that since you're for us, God, hallelujah, the God who can be against us. So we're asking you, God, to help those, God, that that experience, God, the what you do in your sanctuary. They have friends that have the baptism of the Holy Ghost. They have friends, God, hallelujah, that... Uh, attend church all the time. Every time the church doors are open, they're there. God, but now they find themselves in their homes where fussing and cussing and swearing and fighting, children rebelling against their parents because all of them, they don't know that they don't know that the things that they're doing in those homes are contrary to your word. And because they continue to do it and they ask you in the moment to help them and then they go right back to it that you're not going to deliver them in that. But when they begin to seek you in sincerity, when they begin to read your word together as a family group, God, when they begin to pray as a family unit, when they begin, God, to understand that 
to help you to see their sincerity. They'll, they'll fast together. They'll go on dedications together to show you, God, that they're sincere. And when you determine that they're sincere and they're not looking for a quick fix, God, you're going to put it in them to get to the church house. They're going to hear the pastor feed them with knowledge and understanding. They're going to seek you, God, hallelujah, and you're going to baptize them too with the Holy Ghost. They will become a part of the church of the Lord Jesus Christ, and they're going to walk in the light of his holy kingdom. God, so that until that day when the Lord Jesus Christ shall stand in the cloud of the trump of God and the voice of the archangel, and when that trump shall sound, the scripture teaches us that the dead in Christ shall rise first, then those that are alive and remain, hallelujah, shall be caught up together to go meet the Lord in the air and shall forever be with the Lord. God, and right now, this very hour, this is my hope. This is my prayer, God, and I believe that people everywhere that understand, hallelujah, they have particularly those with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. God, those that you brought out of darkness into the light of the knowledge of the gospel. God, they trust you. They trust your word. You baptize them with your spirit, and they know that they have the indwelling power to resist the devil. God, so that they're going to hold on. They're going to endure. They know God, that mockers and scoffers, God, are out there. People are, God, that reject the gospel of Jesus Christ are out there. People that will call us all kinds of names, call us ignorant and dumb and stupid and all these things. We know that those spirits are out there. But we also know with the baptism of the Holy Ghost, we have the power to resist all of it. In the name of Jesus the Christ, our Lord, I pray, hallelujah. God, so that on the day that when Jesus cry out, that trump shall sound. God, we know what's going to happen for us and that you're going to rapture us up. You're going to snatch us out of the earth. It's going to be a quick seizure. God, and we're going to get caught up to meet the Lord in the air. Hallelujah. But until that day shall come, we know, Holy Father, that we're going to, that you're going to maintain our cause. So we're going to continue to walk upright. We know that the fight is still out there. We know, God, that Satan is still trying to, to, to lure people away from the truth. But we also know that you're going to maintain our cause. God, hallelujah, you're our shield and our buckler. You're our strength. Hallelujah. And we know, God, that Satan is going to use our people to try to teach us things and say that you said it. But we know that you're our shepherd. And we know that you're going to lead us and guide us in the path of righteousness for your name's sake. We also know that when people won't help us do things that we need done, we know that according to your riches and glory, that you will supply us with whatever it is that we need to be and or to do, whatever the charge upon us is from you. We thank you this morning, God. We give you praise. We give you honor. We give you glory. We're trusting your word. We trust you because you said you'd never leave us nor forsake us. So we thank you. We praise you again today. And we're asking you, Lord God, to, to look on our government, look on these politicians. God, they're doing things that impact the natural side of our lives. And we're asking you, God, even with the understanding that um, that the falling away is taking place and trouble is going to come in these latter days, punishment is coming, your justice is going to be exacted because people have rebelled against you, hallelujah. But we also know and we trust, God, that you're going to bring us through. You're going to bring us out or whatever it is. So keep us, Lord, refreshed. 
God, in the name of Jesus the Christ, that whatever decisions these people make, God, that we're going to be able to have with you going to provide us with the wisdom to know how to make the adjustments that we should make to endure the process until you make things better for us. So we thank you and we praise you and we honor you. In the holy name of Jesus the Christ, we pray. And we do believe that we're going to have what we ask because we do ask it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and thank you, God. Hallelujah. Good morning again, everybody. God bless your hearts. Hallelujah. Remember again today that things are not as bad as they seem and nothing can happen to you today that God and you can't handle. And you keep telling yourself, I'm healed, I'm delivered, I'm prosperous, and I'm saved right now. So again today, you go well and be safe. And that means you walk in the word of God, demonstrate the word of God, be patient with God because he's everywhere all the time, knowing what's in your path, knowing where your heart is, knowing that He can, he's everywhere with the power to fix and to do anything and that we also need to be patient and wait for him. So you go well and be safe. And remember, as you would that men should do unto you, do you also unto them.